This is a NerdCon 1 production. If you like anything you see or hear in this episode, go to www.nerdcon1.com or search NerdCon 1 anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hi guys, this is Duke Nukem. Welcome to NerdCon 1. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of NerdCon 1. My name is Nick. I'm joined by Krista, Corey, and Steve. And this episode is brought to you by Hashtag RazorStreamer, GamerGoat, and Anchor.fm. This week we are talking all about our guilty pleasures. As nerds, we all have our mainstream nerdism, and then we have our uh, secret guilty pleasures. Uh, my first one, for instance, is uh really crappy b-movie um like skater films and stuff like that i don't know why i think the corny jokes are hilarious define <laughs> what you mean by that give us an like example grind out cold grind was great brink. man huh brink was the shit but wasn't that sub uh, <laughs> in blading it was like inline skating but brink was pretty awesome brink was good <laughs> brink was good dude I, I don't i don't see that as like a guilty pleasure i see that as part of being a 90s kid like who didn't watch that shit they're half of them were Disney movies, man. You know, maybe it's because yeah. now I'm talking to you guys, but in most day to day conversations, when I bring stuff up like that, they're either like, "No, I won't watch that," or "I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about." So man, that's why it's to there. Not yeah. Hang out with those shitty people. <laughs> that's fair. I'm, I'm it's kind of disappointing, but okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Though, fun fact: Out Cold was actually um, uh, Zach Galifianakis is like one of his like first movie. His first movie, yeah. That, it really, it was not like it was his first movie. It was his first movie, okay. Wow. Really yeah. good. He was hilarious. And it's not the same comedy he does now, but it was really good. Like, he got you know his uh, hangledang stuck in a jacuzzi. Yeah, I saw that after I saw him as, like, a stand-up comedian on, uh, he had a Comedy Central Presents thing, and I was just enamored by his comedy, because he, like, there was this, he ended it with having 12 of his ex-girlfriends come out and sing this song about how he's an asshole while he played piano in a tux. And it was possibly one of the greatest things I've ever seen. And then I saw he was in a movie and it was just like, my God. That's Instant. such a Zach Galifianakis thing to do though. Wait, no, I'm sorry. I was wrong. His first movie was bubble boy. He was the bus station attendant. That oh, was yes. his first movie bubble boy. Bubble my boy. bad. Uh, Another yeah. great out '90s cold movie. Was his first like uh, his first like starring role mm -hmm. was Out Cold, but his actual first movie was Bubble Boy, and okay. it was 2001. It was 2000. Like, oh, it was are you talking okay. like like Jake Gyllenhaal Bubble Boy? Yeah, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal Bubble Boy, Danny Trejo, and um, the guy that played okay. Twisty, uh, Twisty the Clown from American Horror Story. Great movie, mm -hmm. love it. Real, real underrated classic. Also has um. Shit, what's his name? He played um Officer Doofy in um uh Scary Movie. He's in it. He plays the douchebag that um I forget her name is marrying in okay. the movie. Descriptive. Sorry. <laughs> I appreciate that information. Um so then what what would you define as a guilty pleasure? I don't know. I don't believe in guilty pleasures. I believe in liking what I liking. And if you think it's bad, go fuck yourself. I watch what I want and I listen to what I want. I've got 90 I mean, fucking playlists of Disney music and show tunes. I don't give a shit. I would <laughs> appreciate that. For the most part, um, there's still a couple things where I'm just, I'm not like throwing out to the world that 
I'm watching or that's fair like, enough right there. What is it? I said there's just a few things that like I'm not throwing out to the world that I'm watching or collecting or whatever. You guys know. But... Like the actual the actual dictionary, not even like not even urban dictionary, the actual dictionary, a guilty pleasure is an activity or piece of media that someone enjoys but we would be embarrassed by if other people found out about it. These might be books, movies, television shows, foods, etc. Generally, the guilty pleasure is something that might be viewed as shameful by some people. Like trashy novels or overdone rom coms. Okay. So it's something that you don't necessarily like to let people know that you're into. That's completely fair. So, Steve, you still have nothing. Nothing that you would even be like, eh, maybe I won't tell that person about this. You're going to say no. Nope. Yeah. I don't like, really care. Like your secret, like, has, like, has there been something. anything you've thought of that you're like, I'm not going to talk about that on the podcast? Uh, other than other than like we figured out what this show is going to turn into other than like your <laughs> xnxx preferences hey man i fully came ready <laughs> onto the show to talk about like how i really like 90s teen dramas like freddie prince jr is delicious i do too that's one of my guilty pleasures i love just <laughs> terrible 2000s and 90s oh yeah She's Rom-com. all that. Um, yeah. yeah. And things I hate about Shit. you. <laughs> oh, I watched that the other night. That one was great. Does Princess Diaries count in that? Yeah. No, that's a. I would say that's a fantasy. It's like a rom-com, but it's a fantasy rom-com. Like, I would even border... Like, I'm talking about, like, the high school... Like, the high school rom-coms. Like, 25-year-olds who are playing 16-year-olds. That's, oh, that's, yeah. the, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> What's that one with Jennifer Love Hewitt? and seth green can't hardly wait oh that's it yeah. that one's fucking great yeah i love that i shit. liked um what's the one with uh mandy moore in it where she has cancer oh um, oh my gosh i watched to remember oh that's yeah it. that that yeah, one got me in the feels one. no i, I know all of these one. movies <laughs> that's i no, i, no. I watch them I'm, I'm not gonna deny <laughs> that well that that's one of my guilty pleasures is definitely like rom-com chick flick 90s style chick flick i'm even gonna take it one step further not only do i love like the trashy high school rom-coms but if you throw vampires in there i'm hooked i mean like vampire diaries true blood twilight books twilight books not the movies the books are the the movies are trash but i mean (laughs) i i like high school vampire trope i don't know why i like it i think I, it's I so cheesy but i love it high school vampire trope really but That's you know like what i'm the, saying let's do drugs and fuck it's a little bit more it's people. a little bit more adult but even that but even that is still it's still the the human girl vampire guy like it's still yeah. the same trope and yeah, i love blood, it true blood was all right i didn't really like yeah. the second half of the season they kind of they kind of got away from themselves uh after like season four kind of started to get a little weird i watched the whole thing yeah. i don't give a fuck i did but... too i read i have the books they're both the books are right there i have them i, I read forget, them yeah the, the sookie stackhouse novels right yeah or is that what they're called yeah i gotta yeah, get they, around to read they them sometime. dead in the title yeah yeah they all have dead <laughs> they're both so fucking confused yeah I, sorry, I, I have not I watched true blood once most true blood's of the good it's got uh of it's got alexander blood. Skarsgård. huh yeah i think i watched most of the first season and i just never continued with it yeah um, they so they all have like dead in the title like this is definitely dead dead until dark uh club dead living dead in dallas but they all do say a sookie stackhouse novel but yeah, yeah the books are yeah. actually 
the books are actually really good. And it's not for everybody, Corey. There's there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Right, I but mean, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't season. Do I go around telling everybody, yo, did you watch last night's Vampire Diaries? No, because I'm a 35-year-old woman. So, like, no. <laughs> but, you know. That's how I, I felt mean, with Rebels. shit happens. <laughs> because the cartoon style, that, that is exactly how I felt with Rebels. Because, like, even Clone Wars, like, I'd be like, all right, have you seen Clone Wars? Like, it's, it spans these two movies. But Rebels, it's like, no, this is some cartoon-ass shit or, um... Not uh, the resistance, uh, which was, I think only had two seasons on Disney Channel or Disney Yeah, that Plus, was really cartoony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, those ones I I loved, and I will talk about almost all Star Wars. But I think I kept a lot of those to myself until Ahsoka came back. Once Ahsoka came back, I said, "Fuck you all." We're talking about this. I would I, I would I would say maybe because of my friend group, like my friend group has been really hardcore about Clone Wars and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there was never a point where we weren't talking about it. But I do know there were a lot of people who were like, I didn't watch Clone Wars because it's for kids. And there was just like, but it's not. It's not. There's it's so much animated, killing. But it's not for kids. Comedy, like, it yeah, is no. Star Wars. But they couldn't have all of these actors doing seven, eight seasons worth of shows. So it's animated. But it's like. It's Star Wars. It's Star Wars at its heart and core. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was I was never necessarily ashamed of Rebels because I've been like a pretty vocal Star Wars fan my entire life, so okay. I was never really ashamed of it. That's completely. I know fair. one that's uh, relatively recent that I I haven't finished it yet, but it's a Digimon Adventure Try. And. If you, I don't know if you guys remember Digimon. I do I totally remember. remember we Digimon. do, yeah. Digimon, Digimon, basically, Digimon monsters. It's yeah. all the original. Digimon it's the original cast of Digimon um, as adults, like they aged with us. Well, so like it's like Rugrats stuff. all grown up, but better. Okay, that was terrible though. <laughs> yeah, the, the movie was okay. It's it's Digimon when they are now adults. Okay, I'd watch it, that. what's it called? What's up? So is it Matt? Yeah, it's got like my, ho- my homeboy Matt. He was my favorite. Oh yeah, it's got <laughs> Matt and Ty in there. Is um, one of them like fat and an alcoholic? What? No, because that's not acceptable in Japan. Oh, okay. Kids, man. <laughs> I just yeah, you can't be fat that. or an alcoholic in Japan. It doesn't yeah, work like that. It, it, yeah, you end up in that forest at that point. Uh-huh. Ah, yeah. <laughs> what, what's it called, man? <laughs> Digimon? What? No, what, what, what was the series called? It's Digimon Adventure Try. I gotta look that up, because I like that age progression stuff with anime. Yeah, no, it, it, it it's pretty cool. Um, I've got another one that Nick is would probably like, if he hasn't watched it already, is uh, Once Upon a Time. Yep. I've watched that one. I, I haven't finished it. Oh, I was I watching, watching Once Upon a Time because it got so outrageous for me. I can't believe that that's one of yours. I was watching it and then... I've Netflix seen it almost it all the way through until they stopped. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. Fuck, I forgot about that one. Like, I had a hard time thinking of Guilty Pleasures, but god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, now that I, I know Krista hasn't watched, like, watched all of it. Like, this, this is fucking interesting. Like, I stopped after the Frozen season. Okay. Like I, yeah, that, I frozen that was when it kind of lost me. Yeah, that one was a little. But I was into it. I was really into Once Upon a Time for a hot minute. <laughs> Some of the stuff that they're coming out with live action now for Disney, like shows like that, though I can't do like the Descendancy stuff. Like not for me. Nope. Okay, that's one of my guilty pleasures. I love Descendants. Oh my <laughs> god, you, know you would. Letter Kenny on that. Yeah. What? I love. I love how cheesy it is, though. I. That's why I love it. 
Oh, there's a there's a actor from Letterkenny on the Descendants. Really? I didn't Who know is that. it? Um, I don't know his real name, but he plays the character Riley. He's kind of like a mediumish, dirty blonde hair. Yeah, I know. Kind of pretty boy looking. Really t- yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's funny. He's in Letterkenny. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's on Letterkenny. Yeah. He's one of the hockey players. Yeah, what's his name? Um, like Hades is a really fit Cheyenne Cheyenne Jackson. Yeah, oh, there's really? a lot of yeah. like really yeah, a lot of really oh. famous people in it, and uh, like they're not good. The acting's not good. It's it's no. literally children. It's not good, but I think that they're so fun. I like again. I love that stupid stupid magic high school trope. I don't know why I love it so much. I think it's because maybe when I was in high school, I wish I like could have just been a witch or something instead of being a nerd. But <laughs> right, like I just like I I feel like maybe that's why because my high school was just like, oh look, there's the Lord of the Rings girl, and it's just like, all right, I have a name, guys. Like, come on. <laughs> well, it's Krista of the Realm. Waverly Place. Way yeah, past no, my I age. literally people either called me the Lord of the Rings girl or they called me the Legolas girl because I had like a Legolas bookmark that I would put in my books. Legolas was the <laughs> shit. You should not yeah. have been shamed for that. He was the best. Well, yeah. I don't want to talk about high school nicknames. Let's not get yeah. there. Yeah, no. Fun. All right, but on that note, let's take a uh, quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. Hey, everyone. At Disney Adams here from the NerdCon 1 channel. I would like you to join me in welcoming GamerGoat to the family of sponsors for the NerdCon 1 channel. If you are a listener or a viewer of NerdCon 1, you can now get a 15% discount at www.gamergoat.com using code NerdCon1. That's www.gamergoat.com using code NerdCon1. We are back, and special thanks to GamerGoat for sponsoring this episode. If you guys are just tuning in, we are talking all about uh, our... Uh, was that your goat noise? Yes. Okay. Um, we were talking all about <laughs> guilty pleasures, including making goat noises when water bottles are present. Um, it's got a goat sticker on it for GamerGoat, so I have to. I appreciate you. Um, <laughs> so, if you guys are wondering what guilty pleasures are, we pretty much defined any type of film or what else any pretty much anything in general that you wouldn't necessarily tell others about um my next one which is now a days not as bad but especially growing up my guilty pleasure was broadway um i remember going seeing cats when peter pan um one of the female actress version and she flew over the theater like i remember that as a child my dad really um facilitated that and um but i never talked to anyone about that up until now when I'm like, yes, I went and saw Lion King or Aladdin on Broadway. I'll talk about that. But that was definitely a guilty now pleasure for cultured. a long time. Yeah, now I'm cultured. Now all of a sudden I'm a history <laughs> or something. But I've enjoyed yeah. that since I was six years old and went my first time with my dad in New York City. So That's awesome. Man. We yeah. had very different experiences with that, man. Because when I was a kid and I went to see the Phantom of Opera on Broadway, I went back to like fourth grade and be like, yo, you guys would never believe what I fucking saw. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Mark. It was cool. <laughs> yeah no i just i just didn't bring it up i i said i went to new york but that was you know then they think oh you went to madame tussauds uh wax museum or the empire state building not went down broadway and saw you know a show and had dinner so yeah but now i, like said, also, it is cultured. I think a lot of it depends on your social circles because my social circles were going to musicals we were going 
to operas, orchestras. We were going to Broadway, you know? So like my social circles were doing that, but I was a music nerd. I've been a musician since I was eight years old. You know, I'm classically trained in in five, six instruments, you know? So it's like, mm -hmm. I did those things. So for us, that was not like, it was not a guilty pleasure for us because it was something that we all did. But like for guys, I could understand how being like a football player or a baseball player or whatever, and like, Going to a Broadway show would be well. Keep a in mind, I was in band and marching band. Social. I played yeah. mellophone, saxophone, French horn. Um, you know, clarinet. Yeah. Um, I I think I think you might be right about the male aspect of it because my guy friends, even when yeah. when Rent came out and we watched it with our girlfriends at the time, we were all like, "This is awful." And I remember being so upset because that '70s show came on after, and it was the musical edition, and we were all like, "What the fuck?" But I'm like, actually, I would probably watch this on the, on Broadway. I, so, <laughs> yeah, I know, I don't, because also I like again, I did I did band, I did orchestra, I did color guard, so like I was with like the music crew, the music. Mm -hmm. And there would be guys who would do, you know, they would do soccer in the spring or they would do baseball in the spring. And all of a sudden, like they were not into music anymore. It was not cool anymore. And it was like, I spent the whole summer with you at band camp. Like, shut up. <laughs> you know, like, One so time I, at band it, camp, you were there. A lot of, yeah, I feel like a lot of it does depend on social circles as well. And that plays into what is considered a guilty pleasure to some people because there are some people like steve is like i don't have any guilty pleasures because i'm not embarrassed of anything i watch yeah which is a good way to be good good way yeah. to live your life i mean we can't deny that in any oh, yeah. respects yeah. oh no um, throughout high school i was totally terrified to tell a bunch of people what i like but that was high school yeah like well, I, I as adults now friends and it was like hey i'm making friends so it's just like oh no no i can't listen to that and that oh, i don't watch that and shit no wonder I never hung out with anybody because no one wanted to hang out and watch the shit I wanted to watch. <laughs> well, and that's one thing to kind of point out, especially to the younger listeners. Like when we were your age and I'm talking, if you're even 24 right now, um, it wasn't the cool thing. You you had your friend groups, but that was that was it. Like it wasn't this cool thing. Like you wouldn't have a show called NerdCon 1 and get a you know a few hundred listens views stuff like that each week it would just be like something on a back website that you put stickers on walls and no one ever looks at um so like i guess the the idea of a guilty pleasure is you know kind of only in taboo now but like it's definitely something that was there for us and you know and you're right though it, i think it definitely has to do with your circle because males even in yeah. band we had that stigma um, but you clearly had a different experience with that. Um, I'm curious, do any of you guys have any other um, guilty pleasures? Um, so these started out because Tasha collected them, my girlfriend, in case you guys don't know. And they're pretty, that, for a while I was like, eh, they're kind of lame. I haven't bought any myself, but they're these little unicorns. And this is the Yellow Brick Road one from Wizard of Oz. Or there's a fucking Gundam one. Oh, that's cool. All right. And yeah. so I, I only have I only have like three, four of them on my desk. Um, she is like a hundred something. Um, <laughs> that's Bernie like, territory, my friend. No, <laughs> no, no it's no. not. It's <laughs> way different. Mm -hmm. Way different. He's not um, dressing up as Twilight Sparkle and prancing around his house being like, I'm a pony. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you did that a little too well, though, Steve. Uh, I, I'm concerned. 
Don't worry. <laughs> Some virtue projection. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, He's not that strange. <laughs> but I feel like even now, just as far as collectibles go, like that's not that far of an extreme. Like, I mean, that looks trust fucking me, cool. I, trust me, a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have my camera pointing at this. Oh, the amount of pops you have? Yeah. On your wall? Yeah. 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 I'd be like, oh, I've I've got fifteen. <laughs> Not when in reality walls. I'm trying to clean out oh two walls. Jesus, this is one room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm trying to clear out some too. It's getting but, a little yeah, too no, much. I'm, At this I'm point it's like, man, out. I don't even want to tell people how many I have. It seems I'm, like hoarding. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm trying to clear some out because there's not much space and so I'm having my girlfriend take some of hers to her house now. Um, (laughs) Between the two of us, there's not counting the ones that I'm actively selling. I'm still got to find more to sell, but there's like probably 700. Jesus. Oh yeah, man. I got like 745 and I'm trying to get rid of at least like 200. Yeah. I sold my hundred and a lot and got rid of it. Yeah. That's yeah. just because of space. I had no space in the new apartment, so I I got rid of mine. Yeah, yeah I don't well, have any space I mean, some anymore, of, but some of it's this just too much. Like, if I wanted to sell those in a lot, like if I wanted to sell everything in a lot, I'd be lucky to get half of what they're worth, and they're worth a lot of fucking money. <laughs> so oh, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's a little unnerving. I mean, like I'd I'd rather sell them individually. It takes more time, of course. Yeah, but you I make mean, way it, more money. Oh yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. put a down payment on a house. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Corey, if you know anybody looking for a six-inch glow-in-the-dark Karama mode Karama from Ha uh, GameStop, let me know. <laughs> I, I I do out here. Oh, so cool. We'll, we'll talk later. Yeah, we'll talk later <laughs> right, about yeah, that. Yeah. I, it's, it's now one of the most expensive in my collection. It's like, well, now it's time to sell. That's good. That's good. But um, I, I've got lots of different shit. I recently started doing, like, trading cards again. Um, I don't know how the fuck to play any of the games. Um, the games. So I just yesterday, I got one of the new Pokemon Shining Fates tins. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they're um, so different now. They got such I, weird shit to it. It, I mean, all the cards I got were pretty normal. I didn't get any like the super crazy ones. Um, but I also ended up buying some. Dra- so there's a Dragon Ball Super card game, apparently. Um, oh yeah, there's been a Dragon Ball card game for a while. I used to collect them in like the late '90s, early 2000s when I started doing uh, the uh, Pokemon League. Card game then. Oh, it was probably a very different card game back then. It was real just like they had little stats. It was almost like a bastardized version of Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. Honestly, yeah. back then. And so I opened up like five packs yesterday. And I got this one that's way fucking cool looking. They're like textured and has all this crazy foil art on it. I ended up looking it up. It's like a $90 card. I'm like, wow. okay. okay. So I'm going to like get it in a little card sleeve that makes sure it doesn't bend there you go and i don't know what i'm gonna do with it i'll probably just put it up somewhere because it looks fucking cool i wish i had it right here and didn't have to go get it but uh <laughs> it, it's way cool looking 
Nice. You know, you know, another thing that I'm thinking of as we're talking, um, I started watching Kim Possible again recently. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's one of those guilty pleasures you don't talk about. Yeah, yeah, that's dude. I don't care what you have to say hey, because as long as it's not the live action movie, I have no problem. No, it was a live action. Yeah, movie. it was oh, almost yeah, as bad as Ben recently, Ten. It was fucking terrible, dude. It was mm-hmm. like Kim Possible actually wasn't that bad of a cartoon, especially the early first few mm-hmm. seasons. Like, but that movie, I, like, oh man, just watching the trailer for it was like, wow, you just, <laughs> just fuck. <laughs> it was very much a Nickelodeon live action movie. Like, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. The graphics weren't good. Nothing was good. Nothing. You're telling me that the Timmy Turners with uh, Drake Bell weren't like modern classics, Nick? Come on. Yes. Are you frozen? No, okay, no, never mind. No, ah, I, just I, I got you. you. Okay, yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> it would have been a great face to freeze on. It would have been. Good one, We've right? had some good ones over the years <laughs> of just people freezing in the most vicarious positions or me just sharing thumbnails of those positions. <laughs> um, yeah. Yep. All right. So real quick, guys, we're going to take our last sponsor break and then we'll get right back to it. Hey, guys, Nick here from NerdCon One. I would like to invite you to www.nerdcon1.com. You can find all of our live shows and our past shows, as well as merchandise and downloadable content. Again, that's nerdcon1.com. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening in to our little ad read there. Uh, make sure you check out the Google, or not Google, um, the NerdCon One shop um, for all of our new stuff. Uh, we've got a new weekly recharge shirt up. Um, we're also going to be doing a donation t-shirt for Texas, um, where all proceeds that would normally go to us for sales go directly to the Relief Fund to help Texas out um, in their time of need. Make sure you guys check that out. It's pretty cool. It's got a Texas logo on the front with NerdCon on the back saying we got your back um so that'll be up here um as you guys are listening to this it'll be up here tomorrow which is a tuesday at about 6 p.m um so make sure you guys check that out uh www.nerdcon1.com forward slash shop um you'll be able to find it there so if you guys are just listening in we're talking all about our guilty pleasures as nerds and we can find them um, I think Corey has a little update to show us, so you listeners, I'll have to kind of give you the, the idea of what we're seeing here. Yeah, so on the break, I went and grabbed it here, but this is that card. That's pretty what? cool looking. That is dope. That right? Is cool. the, it's like a Super Saiyan 4 Goku, and it's just badass. Is it all metal? It looks metal. No, no dude, it's, it's a metallic. fucking card. That's all it uh-huh. It's a hollow card, yeah. Yeah, yeah but still, it does, it does look metal, I think probably just because of the gold. But, yeah. I saw it and I was like, this is way cool. Yeah. I still do the magic sweet. cards. Um, even to this day. Like I have quite a few decks and a whole set of stuff so I can make new decks. Um and that one's one that I kind of pick and choose who I talk to about it. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys know Magic the Gathering came out even before Pokemon card game proper came out. Um and really? yeah, uh ninety is when it came out um with with alpha and then beta came out 91 and um that's where you got like the power eight stuff like that but those are i mean that's full-on fantasy you have to now they've really changed and added in these planeswalkers and other things where they play as other players but it's there's a lot of math a lot of strategy um i personally really enjoyed the game for a long time i know even in high school though um my friend group we played magic like my dad took us to philly to go to convention stuff like that but when i moved up here i didn't talk about the fact that i was going to friday night magic at ice imports um back when it's up where h and r block is now in the mall um 
I just didn't do that. And even now, like if I'm talking to another adult as a 30 year old man, I will choose who knows I play Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm. Which so I, I definitely see your fear in cards. Though when I delivered a target on um Wednesdays, there is such a following for collectible cards that literally I've seen the vendor for those cards get trampled, I think, three times now. It's insane. Oh, the second yeah. those doors um, open, these people are rushing. I, I mean, did the... you hear the whole thing with McDonald's and the Pokemon cards? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, people oh, are yeah. still super into cards. Yeah, well, yeah, because well, they, they actually have a sign Pokemon at McDonald's right are... now saying um, you have to get a Happy you have to Meal. Buy a Happy Meal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, adults are buying them all out because Pokemon cards are like the price is just at an all-time high. Yeah on it's, ebay and everything for them it's twitch streamers a mm-hmm. lot of them are twitch streamers well if you think about it too we also know like what these thing. things do like you remember your mewtwo that you got from um the movie that's worth some money and we know that as adults so i think that probably plays mm-hmm. a big part into that it's a level of entrepreneurship as well <laughs> i can't wait to yeah. clear out my garage this spring i have a fortune in old school original pokemon cards so yeah, yeah i have a, a whole blast. pack of cards behind me that i need to go through mm-hmm. yeah when, when i go home i'm gonna pull them all be like all right ebay time let's go <laughs> exactly i got a bunch of them first edition charizard so let's see what i can do oh well that i never had i got mm-hmm. like six or seven of them jesus Oh, dude, you just buy a fucking house. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe a like, Tesla dude, I have, or, a, or I have two. this huge three-ring binder with like so many like holographics and weird rare cards that it's stupid. Like that's all I got hooked on as a kid. So every time you know, I got raised by my grandparents, I'm like a little asshole. There we go. <laughs> Sometimes but, uh, things slip out that I don't mean to be offensive. It's to, fine. That would have been cut regardless. Like I'm marking like, down good, the time. Perfect. <laughs> but yeah, so, so it's like you know. That's how I got the grades. They bribed me to be on the honor roll. They're like, oh, if you get on the honor roll, we'll buy you an entire booster box. Like, you know, the whole box of booster packs. So it's like, yeah. you know, I bust my ass, get on the honor roll. It's like, cha-ching. Do that shit that, like two, three times a year, and I'm the fucking god of sixth grade. That's <laughs> I do too, basically. Not my grades, I just got money. But, um, <laughs> but for uh, my allowance each week, I would get two packs of pokemon cards as long as i did my chores and i was a good kid and didn't piss anyone off i got two packs of pokemon cards I, the ones i specifically remember because i used to go to citadel and grind mm-hmm. for them um were the fossil packs and just recently oh, i, was like, I oh, love the fossil ones man. I'm, I'm gonna look these up single packs sell for like two three hundred bucks Wow. Unopened. So, I mean, over the course of my life, if I wasn't like a Pokemon crack addicted kid, I could be loaded right now because I had, I probably had like 500 to 1,000 packs. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Pokemon was one thing where it wasn't a guilty pleasure. I think everyone, when we no, were no, in no. school, loved Pokemon. Jock, not jock, once, like anything. Pokemon. Once oh, yeah. when it first I came hit, out, it was like middle school and early high school it was not cool anymore <laughs> yes, uh, even in even yeah. in like fifth grade i'd say um and then once it you hit like a certain age you're like it's still like See, everyone's I, still doing it they're just i think that, that about it. yeah because when pokemon came out 
and got really popular. It was tail end of the 90s. So I yeah. would have been... I was in second grade. Okay, but I would have been in middle school. So for my friends to like Pokemon cards was like, that's for little kids. Yeah, it was fourth and fifth now, see, for me. See, me and my friends in middle school, we liked it because I was in... Uh... I was in like sixth grade when it first came out and shit, but like I was still playing it. Like I went to the Pokemon League down at Sarge's Comics. Mm-hmm. You Magic know, where you was like earn like the little gym badges and all that. And like I was still doing that into like my freshman year of high school. But like I didn't talk about that shit at all. No one knew what Steve did on Sundays from twelve to four. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. I was just unavailable. If anyone asked on that Pilates. <laughs> that, that honestly i would have been less embarrassed about exactly that. so you know and that would totally keep their groups. attention off of it too yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 gonna be my new thing at work what are you doing why, why can't you do that oh i got pilates <laughs> i got pilates <laughs> yeah sorry guys i got pilates i can't but, can't do it yes for the past like year two years like once a month or so i'll go buy like a random booster pack of, like pokemon cards open them up for like the nostalgia of it. I'm just like, this is kind of fun. And then they sit on my table downstairs and the holographic cards roll up because that's what they do, apparently. Didn't know that. Um, Neither did I. Yeah, I don't know if it's... Because the old ones didn't do that. Yeah, but no, all no, the they new just ones, stayed fine. If you just the new ones are it, like all holographic. If you just let it sit on a table... No, it's the one that I have is not even an all holographic. Oh, no shit. Um, yeah. And it just started curling up. And I had it in the booster pack with the rest of the cards after I opened it. But now, my point being, is that um, you, you can't do that anymore. I have not been able to find Pokemon cards for a good two, two months or so. Um, the pack I got, that 10 that I got yesterday, um, I had to wait in line for. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just want to fucking open a pack. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Even when I go to Target, like all the time, like the shelves are bare. Yeah, for Pokemon, Pokemon cards empty. There's magic. Oh, yeah, Walmart, cards. Target, There's everywhere. Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I wonder if it has to do with distribution from uh, Japan, because like even no, us with do... getting Red Bull in no, the country, it has to do with people stuff. selling them. They're literally just oh. taking them it's to flip them. People buy them and flip yeah. them. Okay. It's because they're just at, some... like I said, they're an all-time high right now. So as soon as the new ones come out. You buy them, you flip them. It's just becoming like everything else, you know? Yeah. I mean, shit, man, I deal with that. We deal with that with Funkos. I deal with that with vinyl, with horror collectibles, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and like I go from some really stupid limited shit that's like less than 50 made of like a variant and everything. So, you know, like I do these record drops for uh, Wax Festival I mentioned before. Like there's one tomorrow and that shit is going to sell out in under 90 seconds, like 300 and... 30 uh that's the stock's gonna be 330 and that shit's gone in like under a minute then you see him up so on it's just like the next day oh no 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 see there's actually things preventing that like the guy that runs the label is uh uh nick mm-hmm. um is no his name's nick uh oh. <laughs> if you if you buy it just for the flip he'll like uh ban you from buying so i'm all for that but i mean like the resale value is pretty fucking ridiculous man like i got a few of them that like the day you know it's like the day after they're already going for like three four hundred dollars depending on the variant wow wow and tomorrow's gonna be a four lp box set so that's crazy i'm not missing that because i don't feel like dropping like 900 bucks in the aftermarket (laughs) oh god no so krista you had a a pretty broad one that you wanted to talk about we'll kind of finish up the show with that (laughs) 
Um, I just, I tend to like games that are widely hated by the internet for no reason. Um, and I get a lot of shit on for liking these games. Like, I played Fallout 76 for two years straight when that came out. I... I am still playing Cyberpunk. I played Anthem for a good six months mm-hmm. when Anthem came out, but like the games are what you make them. And I feel like it's unfair to be hating on people for enjoying games that you don't like. But I guess those are my guilty pleasures is my guilty pleasure is playing a game that I enjoy, whether everybody else likes it or not, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, hey, like, if you like it, you like it. Honestly, Fallout 76 came out in November of 2018, and I have met some people that I am so thankful to have met because they have become such good friends. You know, two of them, I have actually, like, gone out of my way to meet them and spend time with them, like, in real life. And I met them in Fallout. I met them just exploring the world, teaming up with a random person, and deciding, let's go into voice chat so we can kind of, like, create a plan together. And, you know, like... I've created lifelong friendships because of this and people still to this day, still to this day, if Fallout posts anything on their page, it could be anything. It could just be like happy Valentine's Day. And they'd be like, fuck Fallout 76, make Fallout 5 already and don't make it like Fallout 76. And it's like, (laughs) it's been two years, like get over it and just let us play. (laughs) We're not hurting you. We're not hurting anybody. Like, just get over it. You, you know? are. Your enjoyment is pain. They're like, I guess, and that's what it is. Existence the same thing with pain. Like, Anthem came out and like, okay, I'm not going to lie. Was Anthem a good game? No. Anthem it's was enjoyable. fun <laughs> for a weekend. But again, I had this group of friends and we made it really fun. And we could try, we would, we would do different things to make it fun for us. We would speed run certain levels to see like if we could, you know, kill the boss within 60 seconds. Like we would keep doing these things to make it fun because the enjoyment came from being with each other and hanging out and well, that's what creating a world out of what it is. So the yeah. fact that like we played Fallout 76 together and then we moved on to Anthem and then we moved on to Borderlands and the four of us played these games together and we made it fun together. But if we told other people like, yeah, I'm going to go home tonight. I'm going to play Anthem with my buddies. They're going to be like, Anthem? Really? Like you spent money on Anthem? And it's like, yeah, I did because like everybody else, I was let down by a product that did not deliver, but I already paid for it. So why can't I do something to make it fun why can't i find a way to enjoy it not that it gets, you know? that's against the rules apparently against the rules <laughs> cyberpunk same thing i had somebody Cancel. who came into my, to my live stream and they were like wow this really isn't as bad as i thought that blah 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 and they're like so what are your specs like how are you running this and i literally all i did was just held up my ps4 controller and they went ha ha ha, ha ps4 ha 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 and i was like literally three Three seconds ago, you were like, this doesn't look bad. What are your specs? Because you thought I had some beast PC running this. When guess what? It's perfectly fucking fine. You just yeah, have this thing in your head. You just have this thing in your head that it's this terrible, you know, like. People, if it works, it people, works. People tell people are so convinced by the Internet nowadays that it's like things that shouldn't be a guilty pleasure things that shouldn't be shameful to like are now shameful to like because the internet has told somebody that it's not yeah. cool mm-hmm. it's just kind of it's also kind of sad that like for you know the nerd community that how long it had to deal with being outcasted that now it's just become this toxic cesspool where you're um, still outcasting each other you know, yeah 
Yeah, it's just oh, yeah. like, okay, that's cool, man. between, Let's... like, the nerd community is... It's so dumb. So toxic. It's so oh, toxic. Oh, you should see it in the metal community. It's 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 foul. It's, it's, it's honestly Star, almost it's as bad. The Star Wars community is the same way. Oh, you know, I, the video I game community it. is the same way. Podcast Nobody community is great, though. Nobody Star, hates the, Star Wars. What do you say? Star Trek? Fans. Yeah, nobody Star hates Star Wars more than Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's yeah. a hard community be, to be in, you know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> There's well, no agreement. It's all just hate. <laughs> and that's that's another guilty pleasure. I like the sequels. I like the prequels. Yeah, I like anything Star Wars. Star Wars, and like I, I like Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, let's get into our social plugs because you know everyone needs to know where the heck to find us. So, Krista, why don't you start <laughs> us off? Uh, I am at Pink Room Gaming on all social medias, including Twitch. And Steve? Uh, you can check me out on Instagram, always collecting something, or cinephile underscore Saturdays. What about you, Corey? You can find me at Funko Squid on Instagram. And I'm at Disney Adams, anywhere you uh, search stuff, except for Twitch. I'm not on Twitch. That's just because we do NerdCon 1 on Twitch. Um, but thank you, everyone, for listening in to this uh, show. And um, thank you so much to Hashtag Razor Streamer, GamerGoat, as well as Anchor.fm for sponsoring this episode. If you guys like what you hear in this episode or want to see more from NerdCon 1, make sure you head to www.nerdcon1.com or search NerdCon 1 anywhere you listen to podcasts. Other than that, guys, make sure you stay tuned Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for this week's episode of Weekly Recharge. And remember to go to the shop section of our website and buy the new Weekly Recharge t-shirt. 